everybody, this is episode 8 of the Outbreak Podcast, an outlet for discussing creativity and the great beyond. We also discuss everything from gaming to film to the dark corners of the internet, as well as comic book news. This weekend we received the DC Fandom event, finally, we've been waiting for so long for a number of different DC characters and movies and films. And movies and films are the same thing, so movies, television, games, comics, all that was revealed. This was like basically our replacement big Marvel event that we normally get from Disney every year. But this year we got it from DC, and this year it was organized by Warner Brothers. They are the keepers of the film franchise at this point, the DCEU. DC fandom revealed a ton of trailers, teasers, promo art, announcements, and news spanning from both film and television, as well as video games. And today, I'm going to break down a number of the big reveals, in no particular order. However, I will group some of the properties together to keep from bouncing back and forth between the characters. So, let's kick things off with the big lady herself, Wonder Woman. Wonder Woman 84, a new trailer was revealed, and there was a lot revealed in this trailer. So we got a few more shots of Kristen Wiig playing Barbara and Minerva, aka the Cheetah, as well as the character's motivations and goals. She says that she wants to be the apex predator, and seems to be jealous of Wonder Woman's strength and abilities. Pedro Pascal's Maxwell Lord also appears to be involved somehow in her transformation into the monstrous Cheetah. And he seems to be framed as sort of a Lex Luthor type in this film. The still unknown element is Chris Pine's return as Steve Trevor, because I'm still suspicious of this. He seems to have been plucked out of time, unaged, and alive in the flesh. And I hope that these questions are at least left unanswered until the film drops, so as not to be spoiled through various teasers and trailers. Overall, I'm glad to see Wonder Woman back on the big screen, better than ever, especially when she's seen swinging from lightning bolt to lightning bolt using her golden lasso. I still think that's the coolest shot in this trailer. Next up, we're going to be talking about Warner Brothers Games finally revealing their long-awaited Batman follow-up, Gotham Knights. That's the official title. We got the first trailer and the first seven-minute gameplay footage from this game, which is set as an Arkham series successor from Warner Brothers Games Montreal. Uh, the release date is not yet known, but the game is expected to ship in 2021 on the PlayStation 4, PlayStation 5, Xbox Series X, Xbox One, and PC. Now, this game is not a sequel to Arkham Knight. In fact, it is set in an alternate timeline, sort of, but kind of follows the events of Arkham Knight. Now, Bat Batgirl, Nightwing, Red Hood, and Robin are all playable characters and features cooperative gameplay. And apparently, um... Yeah, so as I said, this is set in an alternate universe where Batman has seemingly been killed following an explosion at Wayne Manor, leaving the four remaining heroes to take his place. Meanwhile, in the shady underworld, the Court of Owls have already begun to rise and take power throughout the city. And in the gameplay trailer, we actually get to see a bit of, the co of a cooperative mission featuring Batgirl and Robin gameplay. And they're taking on Mr. Freeze, who's also been confirmed as a side villain. Thank God, because I, I love Mr. Freeze in Arkham City. And he looks comic book accurate in this one. I think it's going to be a lot of fun. I think that the gameplay, it does need some fine-tuning. There were a bit of hiccups here and there. But there are several similarities to the prior Batman games, which should make this fun for old players and new players to jump in on. But I feel like with each new character bringing their own unique abilities, that should at least help freshen up some of the combat scenarios a little bit. And I will be curious to see just how expansive this world really is. 
but we will likely get more details before the end of the year. Now let's move on to The Flash, the movie itself. I'm not going to be talking about the TV show today, um, which got its uh, Season 7 revealed trailer. But the movie, we didn't get a trailer, but we got some art. And as far as I know, it's only been concept art that's been revealed. Uh, it shows off Flash's new suit. And, but the bigger news surrounding the Flash itself is that not only is Ben Affleck set to return as Bruce Wayne slash Batman, but we are also seeing the 30-year return of Michael Keaton playing the original Batman from 1989. These pieces of news also came with confirmation that the version that we're getting from Robert Pattinson will be set in its own universe, but that this, that this Flash is a film that will most definitely deal in time travel as well as jumping between the multiverse. And I believe I also read somewhere that this version of the Flash had g been given his superhero title or got his name thanks to his brief cameo appearance on the Flash television show with Grant Gustin, which I think is a pretty sweet nod to the Arrowverse itself. Uh, next, we're going to talk about the Suicide Squad movie. We didn't get an official trailer. We got sort of a behind-the-scenes footage as well as one that was a roll call, and this was actually confirming the roster, who every actor is going to be playing in the film. So let's go over that. The roll call basically confirmed that we have returning cast members, Viola Davis playing Amanda Waller, Joel Kinnaman is going to be playing Rick Flagg, Margot Robbie is back as Harley Quinn, and Jai Courtney is back as Captain Boomerang. Now, several new faces are going to be gracing the screen in 2021, I think this is when the film's coming out. So, let's talk about these roles. We got Michael Rooker playing a character named Savant, Flula Borg is playing Javelin, Idris Elba as Bloodsport, Sean Gunn as Weasel, Pete Davidson as Blackguard, Daniela Melchor as Ratcatcher 2, Nathan Fillion as TDK, Steve Agee who is playing King Shark, Mei Ling Ning as Mongol, David Desmalchian as Polka Dot Man, Alice Braga as Sol Soria, John Cena as Peacemaker, Juan Diego Bato as Presidente General Silvio Luna, and Peter Capaldi as The Thinker. There's a lot of characters in this film. But overall, I don't really have much to say as we didn't get a straight trailer, but I am so glad to see James Gunn giving the Suicide Squad the second chance they deserve. While I appreciate David Ayer's attempt at bringing these characters to the big screen, I think that Gunn is the perfect candidate to bring a whole slew of never-before-seen-on-film characters to the big screen, and hopefully they'll shine with the same popularity that Guardians of the Galaxy first did when they graced the silver screen. I'm optimistic, I think it's actually going to be a very fun ride. Next up, we're going to be talking about the Suicide Squad video game, Kill the Justice League. Rocksteady's finally come out with its Suicide Squad game, and I think this has been teased as far back as Arkham Origins in the post-credits trailer. And the game will follow closely to the plot of the Suicide Squad comics, and it appears in the trailer that Superman has been turned evil. And it's been suggested that the villain, Brainiac, may be responsible for corrupting the Justice League, and the Suicide Squad are the only hope to bring them down. So far, it appears that Harley Quinn, Captain Boomerang, King Shark and Deadshot are confirmed as playable characters, but I'd be curious to see if other characters will be announced to be playable in the roster. The game is set in an open world metropolis, which is a welcome shift from Gotham City. The game will be cooperative experience from one to four playable characters online. Rocksteady says that the game can be played and experienced entirely in single player and that the other three characters will be bot characters. 
Additionally, there will be jump in, jump out multiplayer, so friends can come and go as they please. The game will be coming in 2022, but it's only coming to next-gen consoles, PC, Xbox Series X, and PlayStation 5 only. But that gives you all time to at least finish Gotham Knights and then move to the next-gen. Unless you already have a PC, then you're good. Stay on the PC. This one, the next one, is probably one of the bigger reveals. The Justice League Snyder Cut movie. This movie is probably going to be pretty huge. It's already built up so much hype, especially considering it was a version of the film many people never thought they would see. Now, the official trailer is here, and I think the hype train is has continued chugging along. I think it was arguably one of the most talked about trailers leading up to the event, and now it's been confirmed this will be a four hour long movie, spanning four one hour blocks and airing on HBO Max. So, this is going to be the true full Justice League movie that we were all hoping to get in the beginning. And I know I was reading in some places that people thought that this would be the Justice League with deleted footage, like an extended cut, but considering this is Zack Snyder, a director who has his own unique style and voice, I think we're going to be getting a completely unique coat of paint on this one. I mean, obviously I wouldn't be surprised if we saw some of the original shots pulled over to this film, because I mean, some of those were probably his too. So I'm cautiously optimistic about this one, only because I want to believe that the massive hype surrounding this version of the film will ultimately pay off with an overwhelming positive response, but we'll just have to wait and see. Personally, Justice League, the original one, came a little too soon, and I know production was tampered with once Snyder being taken off the project, but I believe that the Snyder Cut shows just how much both Snyder believed in the original cut, and that the fans believed there was more that had yet to be discovered. So, I'm keeping my fingers crossed for this film. Next off, we have Black Adam. The Rock looks sick in his full costume. The film also looks as though it is going to be set way before the events of Shazam, hinting that Black Adam was the original keeper of the wizard's power. Now, I think it's been confirmed that Black Adam will be facing off against the Justice Society of America, which will include the Atom Smasher, who has been confirmed to be played by Noah Centine Cent Centineo, sorry, had to pronounce his name there, Cyclone, Dr. Fate, and Hawkman but I'm sure there will probably be more characters announced for that as well. So, we only got a bit of a teaser, which showed um, a couple of quick, like, comic booky snippets of The Rock in costumes. It's all concept art, but it looks really sweet. And they revealed the logo, which has a nod to Shazam with the electric bolt in the A of Adam. Now, we got the confirmation of Shazam's official title. I originally thought it was Shazam with two exclamation marks, because I saw that original teaser the day before the fandom. But, we didn't get any trailers, but we did get confirmation that the subtitle for this film is going to be called Fury of the Gods. Not sure what that means, but we also got confirmation that a number of the child and adult cast from the first film will be returning for this film. Personally, I didn't really like Shazam the first time I saw it, but I do think that it, I need to give it another watch, because I think it's worth a fair shake. Now, I didn't see much in the way of Aquaman 2 news. Um, no trailers, no concept art, nothing. I mean, I might have not been looking in the right places, but I did get confirmation that both Patrick Wilson will be reprising his role as Orm, aka the Ocean Master, and y Yaya Abul Mateen II will be returning as Black Manta. I enjoyed both those characters, and I really enjoyed the first Aquaman film. I felt the characters were an accurate representation front to their comic book counterparts and their appearances, so I will be looking forward to seeing what story will be told in the sequel. I would also assume that Jason Momoa 
is going to be coming back as Aquaman. So we shall see. Now, the moment we've all been waiting for. We finally got a full trailer of The Batman. Matt Reeves' The Batman. First glimpse of the world that Matt Reeves has created. Tonally, it's on point. Um, the film is supposedly set in year two of Bruce Wayne's time as Batman, which is why we've got a much younger take on the character in Robert Pattinson. If you don't know who Robert Pattinson is, go check out Twilight, but don't judge him for it. I think that he's definitely redeeming himself with roles like this. There's elements in the trailer that hint to a much more traumatic and troubled portrayal of Bruce Wayne, aka the Batman. Hints of ultra-violence even just in the way that he fights some of the baddies in the trailer. Paul Dano is going to be playing Edward Nashton, aka the Riddler, who is shown at the beginning of the trailer, and he is a dramatic departure from how he appears in the comics, usually wearing like a bowler hat and a suit with question marks all over him. He, he appears to be getting his hands pretty dirty in this film, um, and we also get a glimpse at a proto-Catwoman wearing a ski mask with small bumps for ears and cat claws. Like This is an early costume, I think she's going to get a new costume later on. Jeffrey Wright is playing Jim Gordon, Andy Serkis will portray Alfred Pennyworth. Some other notable appearances include John Turturro as Carmine Falcone and Colin Farrell as Oswald Cobblepot aka The Penguin. As I said, this is year two of the Batman, so many of these characters are still will still be establishing themselves and likely make future appearances and further defined roles, but it is apparent that the Riddler will be the main antagonist of this film. It was also confirmed that the HBO Max spin-off show centered around Gotham PD, even though there is already a Gotham show that just finished last year, <laughs> this will take place before the events of the film, basically during year one of Batman's time. Now, whether Pattinson will be portraying Batman is still unconfirmed, but is probably likely given the setting of the story. So that's all I was able to find for the DC fandom event. Overall, I thought that we got a ton of great news. In fact, me as a comic book to comic book movie to game to TV lover, this was I ate all this up. Even though I'm more of a fan of Marvel, I still enjoy a lot of the characters in the DC universe. I'm excited. I'm optimistic. I think that we've got a ton of great stuff here. No complaints all across the board. I thought that the event was really well put together. And I believe that is it. That's all I have to talk about today. Uh, this was kind of a short one. I just wanted to go over the major reveals from the DC Fandom event. So, thank you so much for tuning in to this shorter episode. You can head over to my blog, wkey.wordpress.com, where I will occasionally post feature-length articles, news pieces, or general opinions on anything I find interesting. Over to the socials, follow me on Facebook. Actually, like the page on Facebook. That's the more appropriate. It's facebook.com backslash the Outbreak Podcast. On Twitter, you can follow my personal Twitter, at Will Key, but the Outbreak Podcast has an unused Twitter account, at Podcast Outbreak, if you feel like you want to follow there too. Why not? Follow me everywhere. Be sure to drop a review or subscribe to the podcast wherever you listen to your podcast. We're hosted on podbean.com, but you can find us basically anywhere. Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Listen Notes, iHeartRadio. The list goes on. Thank you so much for listening, and have a great night.